0: And techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, this is so much fun. I love it when we do the month of LinkedIn podcasts because I think LinkedIn is that important. We just have to dedicate that much time to it. And there's so much great information out there. I mean, you know, because people now use LinkedIn for so many different things. But of course, what we're using LinkedIn for is to connect with other people and build relationships. And this, my guest, this is so much fun. I love this so much. He and I connected because of my linkedin podcast and we have now become friends and that was several years ago and you know it's so much fun so not only business associates but friends and that really is the power of all of this and so please join me in welcoming adam Lizeraldi to our program today welcome adam
1: hey good morning good morning thank you for having me
0: i love it i love it well, you know, it really is so much fun to be chatting with you, especially because we've never met in person. We really have just met only online and through LinkedIn. I mean, that was our initial connection. And so it really does go to show just how powerful this platform is.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was just a serendipitous discovery that I um I listened to your podcast, Mm -hmm. and uh, it really gave me some insightful things that I started following you, Mm -hmm. and then I connected with you, and then we started to get to know Mm -hmm. each other. And during this pandemic shutdown, it was uh, one of those things that uh, we started networking even more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it was just uh, one thing, uh, one good thing after another.
0: Right, definitely. You know, and and I've even had you be one of the speakers at our online event um, on LinkedIn because you use it so much. And so we'll really talk about that more in detail. But before then, let me tell people a little bit about you just so they know why the heck it is that I'm talking to you. So, Adam Lizaraldi is a scientist turned sales rep for a life sciences company called Sativa, STIVA, sorry about that, a global provider of technologies and services that advance and accelerate the development and manufacture of therapeutics. Located on the banks of the Hudson River across lower Manhattan, Adam is currently the technical sales specialist for the New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania area for scientists doing anywhere from fundamental biological research to developing innovative vaccines, biologic drugs, and novel cell and gene therapies. His fundamental role is to supply the tools and services that the researchers need to work better faster and safer, leading to better patient outcomes. Adam's path into sales was circuitous and serendipitous in his 29 years in the company, starting out in the lab to technical support and then to marketing and field applications before becoming the New York City sales rep. Adam was initially hesitant about getting into sales after having preconceived notions of sales reps, right? We all have those. We go sales, ew, like those portrayed in movies in Love and Other Drugs or The Wolf of Wall Street, where it's all about the hard sell at any cost. However, because of wonderful mentors and role models, Adam has developed his own style of sales that works quite well in the scientific community by building technical credibility and thereby trust for long-lasting relationships. So again, Adam, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I
0: love it. I love it. Now, I always ask my guests, obviously, to provide the bio. And it's so cute because you also put a statement in here that, you know, they can read a lot of this stuff on your LinkedIn profile, which is true. Um, you know, that that should be there. But, you know, let's I, I you did take a rather circuitous route to get to where you are today. So how is it that you discovered that sales ew, is your passion in life?
1: Well, I mean, it really started when I was a field application scientist supporting the sales reps Mm -hmm. out in the field. And when uh, one of the sales reps says, my territory is splitting, meaning that he wanted to take more of Connecticut, Rhode Island, and New England, Mm -hmm. and they needed somebody for New York, he actually thought of me Mm -hmm. because he says, you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You're good with the customers. Mm -hmm. And I think you're going to be... uh, good in sales. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, what do you mean? Because uh, when I think of sales, I think of- We do.
0: We make the face. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh,
1: but then as he got to talk to me, it, mm-hmm. I think of sales as really the concierge for customers and everything. Ah where we're really there to serve, to Mm -hmm. help them Mm -hmm. in in their decision-making process and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily, of course, you have those stereotypes uh, Mm -hmm. where you're just making the sale for Mm -hmm. just for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and and that's really what uh, turned me around when they told me that we are here to serve.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. I love that because I think that is the, the best way for us to think of sales. And of course, we're all in sales. You know, It doesn't matter what we're doing, whether we're working for a company or we've got our own company, somehow we're kind of in sales. Um, you know, and, and But it's funny because small business owners and entrepreneurs, that, they're really the ones that when you say sales, they make the faces. Well, I'm sorry, if we're not selling for our own business, it's not going to be successful um you know and and a big part of that is clearly and and obviously building those relationships and i think that has really come to the forefront in the last year with the pandemic when we could not meet face to face and so much of sales and building those relationships really is those the, you know it's obviously that personal connection so, you know, talk to us a little bit about, and, you know, we'll get to LinkedIn here pretty soon, but talk to us about, you know, how you have had to kind of reframe how you've been working with people in this now mostly online digital world.
1: Well, um, it wasn't really because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and the shutdown that um, Uh, That I started doing it, it Mm -hmm. actually accelerated what I was naturally doing in Mm -hmm. the beginning, whereby I noticed in my territory that uh, although I have New York State and Mm -hmm. New Jersey, so I noticed that new construction of buildings have more and higher security. Mm. I also noticed that uh, buildings that are being renovated are being uh, constructed with uh, higher security. Mm -hmm. So how am I going to get um, in front of nice. those scientists and customers? Nice. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I can't necessarily walk the halls anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, There's this one building in New York City. You need a ticket with a barcode. And that oh. barcode gets you into an elevator. Wow. But in that elevator, mm-hmm. that barcode only gets you to that specific floor.
0: Okay. So you're and not then, wandering.
1: Mm-hmm. Correct. But then that Uh, barcode also gets you into that specific wing Mm -hmm. if there's like more than two wings Mm -hmm. and then it only gets you into that specific lab Mm -hmm. so those restrictions Mm -hmm. um have started me thinking Mm -hmm. in addition to uh, i have to drive uh, to buffalo eight hours or i take a flight Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. may get canceled because of a winter storm Mm -hmm. and therefore um being online, mm-hmm. having an online presence and a digital footprint, has given me an advantage mm-hmm. of democratizing things and uh, mm-hmm. and evening the playing field, mm-hmm. where time and space no longer um, matters as much. Mm-hmm. So right. I could reach the customer in mm-hmm. a digital fashion, whether geographically mm-hmm. or whether in a restricted space. Mm-hmm.
0: Right.
1: And so the pandemic has definitely. Um, uh, accelerated all that for me,
0: right? I I would imagine that companies really going forward are going to to think, okay, we can spend thousands of dollars a year on travel, or we can make sure that for a pittance of that amount, our sales staff has great technology um, and are able to 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 conduct online you know type of meetings. And, you know, I mean, aside from anything, as you mentioned, it's just such a time saver. You know, we're not driving, even if it's just the half hour bits here and there, um, you know, but spending half a day, spending half a day flying, all of these various things, you know, and, and when you fly a great distance, then usually you spend the night. So your hour meeting, might actually have lost you two days. Um, you know and, and so companies are, are really you know as you said, this has just sped up that process because they figured out this is so much better. Um, you know clearly there are still times that you have to meet in person especially if you're showing equipment and you know and, and things like that but that's much further along in the process. Um, but yeah you know it's just and and you know if, if somebody tells you oh my gosh Adam, I really need to talk to you but I can only do it at nine o'clock at night. Then you can do that. Um, you know, it's not our favorite, right? But um, but yeah, if that's if that's what it takes, then you know, you put the headset on, you turn the camera on, you meet them, and we're done. Um, you know, and, and so I think online especially is is taking off, as you said, because of the pandemic, but it just makes sense.
1: Yes. I mean, I've been more productive now because Mm -hmm. I'm not commuting and therefore I could respond faster Mm -hmm. to customers, Mm -hmm. whether troubleshooting, Mm -hmm. whether responding to emails or quote requests, RFQs, Mm -hmm. things like that. However, I do say that in a post-pandemic world, Mm -hmm. um, I'm not discounting the face-to-face. However, what I'm saying is that initially, most likely, we're going to do a lot of things more virtually and digitally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if and when we do meet face to face, those meetings need to be more impactful, right, and Much more, more productive. Meaningful. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. because we got a lot of the chit chat, getting to know you, maybe, mm-hmm. out of the way by by our online conversations to start with
1: yeah and, and meeting face to face can uh, it can also solidify that uh, mm-hmm. that relationship mm-hmm. uh, to move forward. It's like okay, I've met you once or mm-hmm. twice and therefore we don't necessarily have to always meet uh, mm-hmm. all the time again mm-hmm. uh, and you build that credibility right. online
0: mm-hmm. so right yeah, you know, and the nice thing is then follow-up visits can just be online um you know and and clearly you know there are times still obviously where we do have to meet in person, But, you know, there are especially if somebody's got a 10 minute question or, you know, even less before we'd have to get in the car, we'd have to go see them, we'd have to fly, we'd have to do all those various things. And now it's like, hey, you know, you got 15 minutes that we can zoom. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and, and if you're doing it on, say, your phone. The, you know you can walk to wherever it is and say, "Okay, show me on this piece of equipment what's you know what's going on?" um you know, and and all these various things. So online is just you know, it's it's as you said, you know it was it was starting to really go, and I think part of that was technology. You know we were getting better cameras, better wi-Fi, all of those various things. But the pandemic forced it to to proceed so much faster.
1: Right. And don't get me wrong that digital and virtual it, uh, it should be replacing face-to-face. Right. It should mm-hmm. enhance I miss people. the whole. <laughs> yeah, I miss people too. So it should enhance mm-hmm. um, the relationship. It mm-hmm. should enhance um, that type of no like, and trust. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. You know, and... LinkedIn is obviously a huge part of getting to know somebody and and making that initial connection. I mean, you know, obviously it 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 did with you and I. We never would have met. Um and and we still have not met physically. You know, at some point hopefully we will. But um but you know, we it's and so that's that is where so many people I think are still missing out is they think, okay, LinkedIn is only when I'm looking for a job. I really don't have to have much of a profile there. I don't have to be active on it. You know, I can just still kind of plunk up my resume and and that'll be fine. And, you know, you have a great profile and I'll, I'll have the, the link to it in the show notes. But tell us, you know, just some some highlights of some things that, that especially now, people really need to, to have in their LinkedIn profiles.
1: Well, I mean... Uh, As you said, alluded to that uh, LinkedIn uh, is no longer a static digital version Mm -hmm. of your resume Mm -hmm. as it was, let's say, when I signed up in 2004. Mm -hmm. And even up until uh, 2010, 2015, Mm -hmm. it was uh, was still kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it has evolved more into Mm -hmm. a... um, A More of an interactive, dynamic, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm media-rich, and I call it mini-website, actually, Mm -hmm. showcasing Mm -hmm. your technical expertise Mm -hmm. and your subject matter expertise. Mm -hmm. Um, And you could, you know, there's, what, 700 million LinkedIn um, subscribers Mm -hmm. out there? Mm -hmm. Uh, You have an audience Mm -hmm. that uh, uh, doesn't need to be constrained by Mm -hmm. geography.
0: Right yeah and you just said something that was critical that i want to want to highlight in that it's your mini website you know for for you know, somebody like me i am my business so i have my own website but for other people there's no need for them to to do that even just a one page website so they can and should use linkedin as that platform to have that presence, Um, you know, and and I think that's where so many people think, Oh, you know, I've got a company website, even if they own the business, you know, I've got a company website. I don't need to to do that. And then we lose ourselves and LinkedIn is a great place for us as individuals that where we can still stand
1: out. Right. Right. And um, also, even if you have a company website, Mm -hmm people don't necessarily buy from companies right. people buy from people mm-hmm. and therefore that relationship that you can actually demonstrate mm-hmm. there on LinkedIn. It's a, uh, first of all, it's mm-hmm. free. Right. You don't necessarily have right. to have the, the uh, vast majority version. of
0: users do not have the paid version.
1: Right. Right. So therefore it's uh, take it, take the opportunity mm-hmm. for that. There's so many good, um, features mm-hmm. and functionalities mm-hmm. that you could use. And first and foremost, it's like people uh, I am still amazed that some people don't have a really good profile mm-hmm. picture of themselves.
0: I know. Or the blank the blank one. Oh,
1: mm. oh yeah, the silhouette. Might mm-hmm. as well I, I mean I tell I tell them it's like, do you actually go to a face to face network with a meeting, like a bag
0: over your paper head? Paper bag over mm-hmm. your
1: head. hmm So, or do you, or, you know, those, uh, uh, those fans that have your, uh, your face and everything Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a silhouette. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. And another feature is uh, the, the LinkedIn banner right behind Mm -hmm. your profile, Mm -hmm. because that is prime real estate Mm -hmm. to tell us a little bit about Mm -hmm. you and your personality, Mm -hmm. not necessarily about what you sell. Mm -hmm. It could be about you.
0: Right. You know, and, and I'm looking at yours. And because you are in sales for your company, your yours is very specific to your company. Um, you know, and 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 that's perfectly fine because of what you do and why you're on LinkedIn. Um, you know, and and but you know, as you said, it's prime real estate. So people really need to be thinking about what is it gonna show? You know, and even if it's you know, you're you're a writer and you have a whole big you know, graphic of just pencils or something. I mean, you know, it, it needs, you don't have the standard thing there that, they, I don't even know, do they have, what's the generic one now? Like a blue swishy swirly thing?
1: Yeah, it's a blue gray background.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, background. you know, do something. And for people who go, oh, it's hard. No, you know, go to Canva, the free version, you know, all these various things. It's pretty easy anymore to have uh, the ability to create a little background.
1: Right. I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about your company Mm -hmm. and your business. It could be of what you are, as you said, about. If you're Mm -hmm. a writer, maybe it's a typewriter Mm -hmm. in the uh, banner. If you are, or if you are a uh, life coach, Mm -hmm. it could be something about life in general Mm -hmm. or vacation or Mm -hmm. real estate or Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's prime real estate Mm -hmm. to tell us about you.
0: Mm -hmm. Right, right. You know, and then, of course, we've got our headline. And I love that LinkedIn finally gave us the ability to make it longer. Um, you know, and, and then, of course, what do we all do? We get to that 220 characters, right? You know, mine was at 218. I'm like, ooh, I got two more spaces. Um, but, you know, that is, that is of course, the, the, the other critical component because that's what's searchable on the search engines. But that really is kind of the first little snippet that people get about somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. I know, I mean, uh, I think it's also a missed opportunity when mm-hmm. their headline, mm-hmm. the words right underneath their um profile picture mm-hmm. only has their job title.
0: right, because that's I the mean, default, so it's easy.
1: right. So I tell people, if you're going to have something there that you can edit, mm-hmm. why don't you say who you are, mm-hmm. what you do, and more importantly? How you can help, mm-hmm, right? Um, as a sales rep, mm-hmm. um, I need to differentiate myself from every other title that mm-hmm. says sales specialist, right. technical sales specialist. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. what makes you different, and mm-hmm. why do I care?
0: Right, right. I'm I'm going to read yours because it it has some very specific terminology in it that most lay people aren't going to know. You know, but for me, I look at it and go, "Ooh, that's impressive." I don't know what it means, but it sounds impressive. But if I were a potential person that, that you're going to sell to or connect with, you know, I'm going to recognize those words. And so that's the other important thing, you know, and, and because I do tell people, you know, you need to watch industry terminology, things like that. But that it, it comes back to why are you using it? Um, you know, if, if you're in sales, then you're right. It needs to be right there. So, so yours says... Protein purification specialist for AKTA chromatography systems. Oi, um, providing technical knowledge and expertise in the life sciences to increase purity and yield, and optimize productivity and efficiency. So right there, people know what you do, and then you say that on Clubhouse you're the AT, AKTA guy. Um, you know, and and which is fun because Clubhouse is new. You know, it's it's a great new. I've been on it once. Um, it's a great new platform for people to connect, but it's also so new that the links aren't, you know, where you know, like in things you can put your Facebook link and, and all of those. And so here you've got your Clubhouse link, um, and so I love it. But yeah, right there, I know right away what you do, and if I'm looking for someone who does what you do, which is the important thing, I know what you do.
1: Correct, and you really need to fashion it to who your audience is. Mm -hmm, My audience are scientists. My audience are pharmas Mm -hmm. or research uh, people or even um, venture capitalists who Mm -hmm. wants to invest in the biotech. And so I use key terms and phrases Mm -hmm. like protein purification, Mm -hmm. like chromatography, Mm -hmm. and the brand name of Mm -hmm. AKTA, which is Mm -hmm. pronounced actually Ekta, Ah,
0: which is a Swedish word, Mm -hmm.
1: which is the Swedish word Mm -hmm. for real genuine authentic
0: Ooh, i like that
1: that's why i mm-hmm. name myself the ecta guy because ah. i will give you genuine mm-hmm. real authentic answers to your uh, to the solutions that mm-hmm. you need for your science
0: perfect i love it i love it
1: and you those know, in the industry will know right uh, yes they terms.
0: recognize that immediately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and more importantly not only do they recognize it, that is specifically what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know they, they there's a multitude of products out there, and, you know, obviously this is a pretty specialized industry. so it's not like there's thousands, but this is a great way to almost immediately differentiate yourself and stand out because they're either looking for what you have or they're not looking for what you have. I mean it's there's kind of no halfway
1: yeah I mean, just like uh, g- when you Google something, when you mm-hmm. search for key terms and mm-hmm. phrases, you have to be conscientious of SEO, search engine right. optimization. And uh, by putting these types of keywords and phrases in your headline mm-hmm. only increases your chances of mm-hmm. being found online.
0: Right. Yeah, uh, you know I can imagine that somebody you know somebody who is looking for this equipment. In, in LinkedIn search field or in Google search field, you know, because Google does search in, in LinkedIn. I mean they might put acta, right? they I say it right mm-hmm. that time? Um actor chromatography in the search field. So that's going to come up with your profile. Mm-hmm.
1: Correct. Correct. You
0: know? and, and and that's where, you know, folks, the, you you absolutely positively cannot have your current job title there. Um you know and and yeah because seriously we don't care that you're president, that you're founder, that you're whatever. Nah. Doesn't matter.
1: And if you are president, mm-hmm. CEO, and founder, what does it really mean? Right. How do you differentiate mm-hmm. yourself? And are you actually displaying a culture where mm-hmm. you are attracting the mm-hmm. best talent, right. uh, where people want to be part of that culture, mm-hmm. part of that company? Mm-hmm. Because they see that you're not only attracting the best mm-hmm. talent, you're developing and you're trying to retain mm-hmm. the best talent. Right. And does that LinkedIn profile reflect that of you mm-hmm. and your company?
0: and speaking of looking for talent you and i were talking about this before we started you have a little little flag on your profile picture that says that you're hiring Mm -hmm. And so I love that. And then, you know, a little bit further down, you have the the jobs posted. So if someone is looking for, you know, a a job and they've connected with you or, you know, are are looking to connect with you or just, you know, looking at your, oh, hiring. So again, that's a way to get that information out there for your company. Now, you know, folks, this is something you probably, if you're in a big company, you don't just put that on there. I mean, you know, there's, there's certain, you know, HR would probably have a conniption fit if this just all started appearing. But, you know, it, it is something to be thinking about from a company's perspective is who do you want promoting openings at your company and how can you help them do that?
1: Right. It, it all comes down to employee advocacy. Right. So therefore, um, that feature, hashtag hiring filter mm-hmm. on my profile picture, mm-hmm. is a visual cue for people mm-hmm. who are looking at my profile. Mm-hmm. And um, and therefore, the more you're active on um, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, the more that uh, you're visible, they'll find you, mm-hmm. and then they'll see that you're hiring. Mm-hmm. And then they could start seeing where what are the positions mm-hmm. that you are hiring for.
0: Right, right. And so more than likely, they're going to ask you about it, whether they're, you know, and, and hopefully they'll they'll connect with you. But they'll, you know, and, and they're going to say, hey, you know, tell me more about the company. You know, what's it like working for them? You know, which is, of course, one of the reasons why originally, we got on LinkedIn was to find jobs. And then we would search for people who are either currently work there or formerly work there and ask them questions about the company.
1: Right. And also, at least in these particular positions that I've been uh, promoting, mm-hmm. is I'm not part of the interview process. Right. Therefore, I could be a little bit more um, uh, open in mm-hmm. terms of what they ask and right. what I uh, I could answer because I could be uh, telling them this is how the culture is, this mm-hmm. is how the company works, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is what why I mm-hmm. love about it. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, and clearly you've been there quite a long time, so you know, it's has yes. good company.
1: <laughs> yes. um,
0: yeah, when you said twenty nine years, I'm like, no, no, you know, it, yeah, but it's but, my
1: first and only school. I mean, company out of school. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been bought a couple of times, mm-hmm. but uh, essentially, it's the same company. Mm-hmm.
0: See, my husband has done that too. He he started working for a, a, an insurance company. Mm-hmm. straight out of college and is still there. Um you know and 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 I love that you know because we have so many people me hello um who you know it's I'm not going to say job hop but change careers um change fields all these various things and I love seeing when people stay with companies you know clearly it means they're good organizations.
1: And also at the same time um I love what I do but more mm-hmm. importantly I love who I work with. And uh, uh, the leadership and the management have been very good to me throughout Mm -hmm. the years and everything where, um, you know, if there has been any toxic Mm -hmm. areas of the company and everything, I go towards the people who are uh, really positive. Mm -hmm. And it really has gotten me through a lot of uh, a lot of things. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's the people that has made the difference for me.
0: Oh yeah. You know, and, and I mean, it's, it's that way everywhere. And, 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 you know, back to the pandemic. I mean, that is the one thing that we're missing is, you know, we're, we're not able to meet with our coworkers. You know, we're, we're starting to, again, um, all those various things. It's funny. I've, I've, you know, for a year, I have said, companies are going to love the fact that they can send everybody to work from home. They're not going to have these big office spaces. They're not going to have to pay that rent, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm rethinking that because I think we're going to end up with a lot of hybrids because mm-hmm. people still need to see each other and be in, in, in place with them. Um, you know, so it might be that you're in an office two days a week and you're home three days a week, or you know, all those various things. So I think, you know, companies are still going to need those spaces. You might not have a dedicated desk anymore, but you know, I, I think it's going to be do you, you know, I think hybrid really is going to be what happens going forward.
1: Yeah, I mean, collaboration is great online, but Mm -hmm. collaboration is even, I think, better when Mm -hmm. we are all together, just because uh, not only are you seeing whatever is in that frame Mm -hmm. of Zoom, Mm -hmm. but when you're face-to-face, you have that peripheral vision. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, from the corner of your eye, you Mm -hmm. see somebody who wanting to raise their hand or wanting to say something, Mm -hmm. or you hear a little whisper, Mm -hmm. say, it's like, oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why don't you uh, share it with the rest of the group? Mm
0: Right. Or we miss the eye rolls.
1: (laughs) Oh yes.
0: And and all of those very things. The the whole body language thing of you know only seeing people from, you know, the the you know, the the couple inches below the shoulder up. And, you know, and, and then of course, you know, we can always turn our cameras off and, right. you know, and, and um, all those, I told somebody the other day, I said, it was real good. I was on a zoom and somebody said something that it was just, I mean, it, it was the eye roll, shake my head type of thing. Mm-hmm. And luckily I had my camera off because they probably would have been pretty hard for me to have not done eye roll, shake my head. Um, but, but yeah, we need that in person, um, you know, and, and so I think that's, I think we're going to come back to that.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. Totally agree.
0: Now, one of the other things, and, and oh my gosh, we're at the halfway mark already. Um, I love how you use LinkedIn. So not only, obviously, just to connect with people because that's very important, um, but it's it's one of those things where you know we, we mentioned it at the start. You have to be active. You have to be posting articles and, and things like that. So oh, I love what you you know, the how you are posting articles. So tell us a little bit about your philosophy on that.
1: Well when it, uh, when you post articles, you really need to know who your network is right who your audience and mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. potential audience and network that you mm-hmm. want to attract as well
0: right because we so. we look you know we go here to this see all activity button and we click it and we're like oh, that's what he's posting about.
1: Right. And when I analyze my uh, my growing network, mm-hmm. there's actually four types of uh, post themes that I really mm-hmm. should be posting, whether it is for sales mm-hmm. or marketing, mm-hmm. scientists, mm-hmm. and just general. Right. So general interest type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I do post, um, you know, I've learned from the guests on your podcast and from other people saying mm-hmm. it, the post needs to be timely, mm-hmm. relevant, educational. Mm-hmm maybe even entertaining, Mm -hmm. and um, it it just needs to be, it could be Mm thought-provoking. So therefore, if it's interesting to me, I give it a litmus test, Mm -hmm. how would it be interesting to the salespeople? How would it be interesting to the scientists? Mm -hmm. And so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So then you need to make sure that uh, when you post, you also put some context to the content. You don't just post
0: the link to an article, say.
1: Right, it's just like uh, putting something on a board, and it's like, okay, so what? Mm -hmm. That that is Mm -hmm. the litmus, uh, the ultimate litmus test. Mm -hmm. Why are you posting it? Mm -hmm. And therefore, what? Let's say you find something in the article that really um, resonates with Mm -hmm. you. Uh, uh, Just uh, just the other day, I saw a New York Times article on what we should be doing on the next pandemic. I read through it. All the points are were really spot on in mm-hmm. my personal opinion. However, there was this last comment or fr- uh, paragraph that really, absolutely resonated with me. Mm-hmm. So I paraphrased it in right. my uh, in my engagement mm-hmm. and posting.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and the reason why why you're doing that is then that generates discussion. Mm-hmm. You know, and and so it's not just that you're posting to post. Hey, here's this article that I thought was great. You're posting in a way that people read it and go, oh, okay, here's, here's what I have to say about that.
1: Correct. And also, some of it is going to be from my scientific or sales mm-hmm. point of view, but also it, for general people, it's like, oh, this is something that everybody could relate mm-hmm. to. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. therefore, everybody, uh, you want to post to cause either a reaction mm-hmm. or, more importantly, an engagement for mm-hmm. conversation.
0: Right. And you want to comment on others in the same way. You know, you want to find people, you know, obviously who you're connected with and, and comment on their posts. Um, I went through yesterday, it was kind of, I don't know why I got in this spurt, but I was looking up the the big influencers, you know, and so the people who make the lists Mm -hmm. of, you know, here's who to follow on LinkedIn. Well, you know, I knew that if I sent them a request to connect, crickets I mean you know that that's especially people who who are you know the big influencers but for the most part the vast majority of them had the follow button and so then I clicked follow which means that their profile or that their posts show up in my my newsfeed so then if I see something that I like from one of these people I can comment on it and that's a great way for people to kind of get in front of some of those people you know and and I'm not saying you comment and say great article Adam that was great. No, you know, you 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 actually want to have a little bit of a discussion. Are they going to comment back? Me, who knows? You know, and and all these various things. But you know, it, it is a you know a, a kind of a, a an almost uh, a roundabout way to be introducing yourself to some of these people. Plus, this is you know great information, and more importantly, other people who are there are seeing your comments also.
1: Absolutely, it's not just uh, the mm-hmm. influencer that you uh, want to get their attention, mm-hmm. but the people who follow them, who are mm-hmm. connected to them. Right. And therefore, uh, just just like a worldwide web, mm-hmm. you uh, you are going to be seen. Uh, you're increasing your digital footprint, mm-hmm. and uh, and if somebody resonates with you, uh, then uh, the conversation can continue.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know and it's it really is you know as we keep saying it's it's how we start building our networks you know and and i tell people all the time think of it as how you would act if you went to an in-person networking thing. You know, you might walk up and, and join in someone's conversation that's already happening. Um, you know, you're going to tell from their body language, you know, do they want somebody to join or not? But you know, so you might be able to join in and add a pertinent comment or two. Um, you might be the one in the corner having that discussion. Um, you know, and and all of these things. And so that's that is kind of the, the thing too to keep in mind when you're on this is Would you do this in real life? Um, You know, and and, I mean, even on Facebook, you know, I tell people, behave yourselves. Stop it. Stop it. Um,
1: (laughs) It, It's very true because uh, just uh, we were talking about uh, the hashtag hiring filter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, the two most recent people that we hired for Mm -hmm. my uh, region, uh, my manager told me, Adam, did you know that they've been following you for a couple of years? Oh. And I didn't know.
0: <laughs> wow, interesting. Hmm.
1: So they've so, been looking at my posts, mm-hmm. they've been uh, looking at my comments and everything, mm-hmm. and now they're going to be coworkers mm-hmm. of
0: mine. I love it. Yeah, and we we really don't always know who's connected with us. Most of the time we don't. I mean, once we get over... Couple hundred people that were connected with on any of the social media platforms. We don't know who's out there. It um, was especially because they can just follow. They can, you know, they don't always have to 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 be directly connected. So it's you know that's why I tell people always be thinking about what you're posting. You know, because you don't know who's going to see it. Um, now on LinkedIn. You know, it's it is pretty much what's there is there, you know. On Facebook, you can say, Okay, only friends see it, and you know, all these various things, and so you can filter it down a bit. But I, I just I mean, my philosophy is anybody could see any of it, you know, and, and so I'm not gonna post anything that's controversial. Um, I did a little controversial post on Facebook over the weekend. I was not happy about how the NCAA. Was treating the the women who were at the the NCAA basketball tournament, right. um, and so I posted about that. Now I changed it. I changed it to just my friends rather than just a complete public post. Um, but I still didn't say anything besides I was sad and disappointed. You know, I you know I'm certainly not going to use bad language or or anything like that, but. Um, you know and, and I do facebook posts and I've stopped doing them as much but I was doing pandemic posts or corona you know and so corona the the funny memes I was posting those <laughs> and I had to put a disclaimer that these were for fun and political snarky would not be allowed um you know because that was happening on there and and again I mean you know, you wouldn't walk up to somebody even if it's you know at a you know somebody's party I'd hope you wouldn't and be snarky to them, especially if you don't know them. So, you know, treat your social platforms just like you would if you're talking in real life to folks.
1: Right. I mean, LinkedIn is a lot more public. You have mm-hmm. some. You have some filters where mm-hmm. it could be network only. It mm-hmm. could be only to a particular group, mm-hmm. or a particular person, but not necessarily uh, meaning like a LinkedIn group. Right. But mm-hmm. not necessarily a group that you have created, like mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. do on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it is going to be uh, more public. Think of it as if there was a security breach, mm-hmm. would you be embarrassed of what you wrote?
0: Right. Right. Or if your mother or your minister or your spouse, you know, I always keep those in mind too, mm-hmm. you know, right. and, and, um, you know, and, and, or your boss. I mean, you know, that's, that I think is, is one of the, the key things. If your boss were to see it, what are they going to say?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, and, and, or a future so, boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we've seen that frequently with things where people have gone back years. Um, I saw something just over the weekend where a young woman who became editor of a, a major magazine had posted something 10 years ago. So she was a teenager when she posted this. She posted it on Twitter. It was stupid. It was dumb. You know, she should not have posted it. She owned up to the fact that it was stupid. It was dumb. She shouldn't have posted it. But it it cost her the job because in oh. you know enough people saw it and went wait a minute you know did she posted this now you know ten years ago I'm like really folks
1: right um, uh, we should be a little bit more forgiving mm-hmm. if as long as they've learned uh, right. Right. that ten years mm-hmm. later
0: mm-hmm. yeah you know and and but yeah I mean you know it is something especially you know you know think about what you posted you know do you need to go back through and scrub things and and take things out um, you know, because we've all posted things where later on we thought Ugh, shouldn't have said that okay, fine, go in and delete them <laughs> you know? or again, if somebody would see it and think, wait a minute um you know then then just remove it and you can you know I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is on all the social media platforms you wrote it, you can delete it. You know, whether it's a comment, whether it's a full post, you know, all these various things you, you and you can edit them, too. Um, but, yeah, you know, just if 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 it's going to be questionable, just go in and, and delete it. And, you know, obviously, don't post it to start with. But if you did, you can always make it go
1: away. Right, and that's why the content of the posts that you mm-hmm. put uh, that you put online, mm-hmm. the way you curate the subject matters mm-hmm. should be also the way you curate how you post, right. you curate your network, mm-hmm. and you also curate your pro- profile. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that is so good about LinkedIn is for the most part, people really are posting very professionally. Um, you know, you're not going to see, unless somebody is in politics, you're not going to see political posts, um, you know, uh, all these various things. And, and I mean, clearly there are times, um, especially with with some of the issues that have been coming up, um, whether it's race, whether it's, um, you know, th- all sorts of things. I mean, some of those posts are important enough, I think to to be posting on LinkedIn. but um you know it's it's a great way you know so i'm I'm looking at my post right now the very so I just went to LinkedIn. so I follow, not he's you know we're not connected. I just follow him LeVar Burton mm-hmm. and and so this is the first post that came up. it's from him. it's a picture of him and Mr. Rogers and it says happy birthday Fred he would have been ninety three years old today mm-hmm. okay. Is you know it, that's just a nice sweet post, um, you know, and and oh, and then we've got an ad, ew, ew. Um, uh, you know, which I gotta admit, I you know, but it, they got to pay the bills too, um, and then we've got a woman who is posting herself in her cap and gown; she graduated, perfect post, I love this, um, and then um, we've got a couple people who posted links to their blogs, all these various things, but again. They're professional posts. You know, what they're writing there is something that you know would pass the mother test. My mom might not understand it, but she wouldn't be offended by it either.
1: Right. I mean, and then there's some LinkedIn purists who says mm-hmm. everything has to be business related. It's not Facebook. But I would tend to slightly disagree because mm-hmm. with LinkedIn, yes, it's going to be professional, mm-hmm. but you're trying to give a little bit mm-hmm. of personality right. and a slice of life to let mm-hmm. them know you a little bit better.
0: Right yeah it's it's interesting i you know we we pre-record uh, the the interviews that we do here on the podcast so i've already recorded one that will air later on in april and and we were talking about professional headline and and she really likes putting a little snippet of something personal in your headline so i have added college sports fan to my headline now there there really are a lot of purists who would go ooh eh ooh you shouldn't have that on there um but it, To me, that's a little thing where, especially if somebody likes college sports, they're going to go, Oh, that's another reason why I should be connected with Deb because I like college sports also.
1: Uh, You want to be relatable, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not all about business.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. Right. You know, and, and again, you have to watch what you're putting there. Um, you know, and, and, but, you know, I might even put go buffs, you know, because Mm -hmm. I'm a a CU person, but, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, and, and, and you also can put that in your profile, you know, you can say, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm a big college sports fan. Now for me, I can tie it back into, I volunteer for them. It's part Mm -hmm. of how I connect. I mean, all those various things. So, you know, it does kind of make sense, but, um, you know, we, we look at those things all the time. You know, I I interviewed somebody the other day who, when I was scrolling through his profile getting ready, we both went to Colorado State University and was like, oh, my gosh. um, You know, so I, it's it's those relationships. It's what we've been talking about. You know, it's how we connect with people. And that's why we also want to have more details in there, not just that you um went to this university or you had this job. You want that information. Um, And it's interesting. I noticed on your profile, you include your high school. And that's yes, I that's do. one of those things <clears throat> that some people like and some people don't. Now you don't have the dates in there, um, but correct. Um, but you know, but I've I've had people say, oh yeah, because we can connect then with other people that we went to the same high school or maybe rival high schools or things like that.
1: I have uh, people uh, who graduated from my high school that um, are twenty years, thirty years younger than me, mm-hmm. and so that's why I keep it. Yep. Because mm-hmm. I want to uh, keep connections with my alma mater. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. Yeah, because we're looking for, again, ways to build those relationships. And so, you know, if it's your high school, obviously, if it's your college, I mean, I always tell people, you know, put that in there. Um, but it's it's great ways to, to connect with people and just find those little reasons to continue that relationship.
1: Yeah. And it, it also, um, your LinkedIn profile could also be fun. Mm-hmm. Another re- uh, thing.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, they used to be so boring. And there's still so many of us. So boring.
1: Ah! Yeah. And that's why, let's say, the featured section is so underutilized mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, post my videos. Mm-hmm. Um And if it's going to be professional and maybe scientific related, Mm -hmm. there's one video that I said, hey, this is the Jefferson Institute for Bioprocessing. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't even just uh, necessarily about the institute. Mm -hmm. It was about how fun the customers were. And all those people were saying, hey, yeah, let's Mm -hmm. post for a picture. Mm -hmm. Let's do this video. Mm -hmm. So it's trying to be relatable, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though, you know in a geeky industry like mm-hmm. science.
0: Well, and you know, we it, it, I think, you know, and, and we've talked about this, the fact that because of the pandemic, we are doing more and more things online. I think one of the first places that we're we're going to, especially when we're meeting somebody for the first time, is we check out their LinkedIn profile. You know, if it's if it's a business meeting, we're going to go and we're going to look. So do you want your profile to make it immediately seem like you're the boring stodgy person? Or you know maybe we're going to have a little fun with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Again, it goes back to the know, like, and trust. Right. I mean, you want to uh, you want to know the person. Mm-hmm. Um, you also do want to like the person, mm-hmm. at least respect them, and right. then, uh, and then by posting and by thing, elements in your LinkedIn mm-hmm. profile, you're building that credibility that actually gains that trust.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Now I, I made a note. You know I go through and I make these little notes, um, and it was something I wanted to make sure that that I had in there because it's a feature that a lot of people don't use. They don't even know they can use it, and that's the little button that allows you to to have an audio of how to pronounce your name, um, which you have a very unusual name. I have a name that. Frequently gets, you know, it gets gets mispronounced. I haven't used the feature yet. I'm, I'm, at, you know, it's 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 on my to do list, but I love this feature, and I'm I'm gonna do yours. Let me see if it will actually broadcast. I'm not sure it will.
1: This is Adam Visuality, your resource for tools, tips, and tricks in increasing your productivity and efficiency with your protein research.
0: Yay, cool! So not only did you say how to say your name, because most people would just say you pronounce my name Creer, And then I'd leave it at that. You used it as a quick, tiny little introduction to yourself.
1: Absolutely. Because you have 10 seconds mm-hmm. uh, to capture um, someone's attention mm-hmm. as well as differentiate yourself. So yes, there. Uh, I have a unique last name, especially. Mm-hmm. So therefore, uh, leverage the audio mm-hmm. feature. However, that's only going to take maybe 3 seconds mm-hmm. you have 7 seconds left mm-hmm. that uh, you can uh, talk a little bit about uh, you know what you do who mm-hmm. you are and how you help right so might as well uh, use it it's kind of like a short elevator speech
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right you know and and as you said you've got that space why not use it now you know i'm i'm going to make the grand assumption that you know right now it's 10 seconds right mm-hmm. i'm guessing linkedin is going to figure out OK, this is this is a nice little feature. We are going to give people the opportunity to do their 30 second elevator pitch um, you know, because they, they do keep expanding everything as you know, as, as they go. So eventually that probably will be a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But take advantage of it, folks. Now, you have to record it from a smartphone, correct?
1: Correct. Uh, Right now it is only from a smartphone.
0: Okay. So, so from the app, but it, you know, it plays on the desktop too. So, you know, that, that was, was what is cool about it. So are there any other little features that people don't always know that they can use or, or even exist?
1: Well, I mean, we talked about the featured section where mm-hmm. you want to highlight, um, let's say, if you're a sales rep, highlight mm-hmm. maybe some promotions mm-hmm. or highlight uh, milestones in the company mm-hmm. or milestones in your career um, or, uh, or things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Another thing, from a uh, salesperson's point of view, the contact info ah, uh, yes. link mm-hmm. is another missed opportunity mm-hmm. whereby, okay. Uh, a potential customer finds you. Mm-hmm. They like what you're talking about and posting, and uh, they like to know a little bit more about your product. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get in contact with mm-hmm. you? You're, you want to make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. to have them get in contact with you. Right. Yes, I get some pushback from my colleagues saying, well, I'm going to get uh, um, recruiters, I'm going to get all this spam. And I said, well, I'm a sales rep. I mm-hmm. want customers to get to me. Right. And we have this technology mm-hmm. called delete button.
0: Yes. hmm
1: so it's not a big deal for me if I get a uh, spammy email, mm-hmm. in-mail, or a call. And we get spammy like,
0: emails that are tied to LinkedIn anyway. So Correct. So <laughs>
1: it's like I would love mm-hmm. – I, I wanted to make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. for the customer to connect with me mm-hmm. and not my competitor. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, right. Now here's a feature that I just noticed. And so I clicked on more on yours um, and I've never seen this before. So I don't know. It's, it's fairly new, but I don't know if it's on every profile and it's give kudos and so if I click on that, it says thank you, Adam. And then it gives me several options. I can, I can give you kudos just to say thank you, going above and beyond, inspirational leader, team player, great job, making work fun, amazing mentor, outside the box thinker, great presentation, or making an impact. And then it shares in a post. So hey, that's a cool way to, to reach out to somebody and say, oh my gosh, you know, this, this is so much fun.
1: Yeah, it's a great way to uh, to break the ice, or mm-hmm. just to break up the monotony right. of these professional posts. Mm-hmm. As well as at the same time, uh, if they are in your company, mm-hmm. it's really sa- it's really saying something about mm-hmm. you, your uh, coworker, mm-hmm. and your company about that culture mm-hmm. of uh, supporting each other. Or if it's outside of your company, it's about the network that mm-hmm. you have. Right. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a uh, it's a feature that mm-hmm. uh, people use uh, mm-hmm. many times.
0: Right. You know, and I've been going through, and and this is something fairly recent that I've been doing, and looking at people that I haven't been in contact with for a while, and I've been reaching out to them, but more importantly, when I get a request to connect from someone, and typically, I, I almost always go to their profile just to look and see, but if they look like somebody that I want to get to know more about, I'm immediately telling them, hey, I would love to learn more about you let's do a zoom, you know, and, and so, you know, we're having that face to face and I'm only doing it for maybe one or two people a week. So this is not a, a huge thing. I've made some great connections with people the last couple weeks, just by doing that, Um, you know, and, and, you know i i was very obviously careful with who i sent it to um but you know it was it was you know it's it's a, back to the same thing with you know you're at a networking event you get somebody's business card you've chatted with him and you say oh my gosh adam let's get together next week for coffee same thing
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's uh, a great – it's just a great uh, method of uh, networking mm-hmm. with people and increasing not only your network, but mm-hmm. also your knowledge of other subject matters that mm-hmm. you may want to uh, get to know. Mm-hmm. Right. So – and uh, speaking of in, uh, increasing um, your knowledge and space, another feature that I uh, uh, forgot to mention is other languages. Right. Did you know oh, yes. that you can actually uh, – uh, put another other tabs mm-hmm. where you could translate uh, or put the translations mm-hmm. of your LinkedIn profile mm-hmm. um, into that language. So let's say, for and example. And most
0: LinkedIn users are not in the United States. So correct. if you can expand correct. what you do outside the US, this is a great feature.
1: For people who have that global type of mm-hmm. um, uh, job, that's great. However, mm-hmm. even in just the, uh, the New York City area itself, for me, mm-hmm. um, people speak Spanish, right. people speak uh, Chinese. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I uh, use that. Of mm-hmm. course, yo puedo hablar español muy fluidamente. I could speak Spanish more fluently, so mm-hmm. I could actually uh, conduct business mm-hmm. in Spanish. Or, but when I walk into a lab I'm full of scientists, mm-hmm. They're all Asian and they assume that I'm Chinese right. and then they mm-hmm. greet me and they go, uh, Nihal. And then I said, Washi Mi me Guarin, meaning I am American. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And then they just, it's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in order to make them feel comfortable, I translate mine in Chinese.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, it's, I'm assuming it's one of these things you probably still should double check, you know, Correct. so that, you know, because some translation programs, and especially because you know, in your about section, you might have put a joke in or something fun. I mean, you know, so, so double check those things. But yeah, it's, it's a great way to, to be able to be more inclusive.
1: Mm-hmm, correct. And, and also just relatable and saying that mm-hmm. you are uh, wanting to mm-hmm. really um, uh, connect with them mm-hmm. in a certain way. Yeah, mm-hmm. And of course, you may not speak a certain language, mm-hmm. but if you actually connect in their language... Mm-hmm you're speaking more to their heart. Right. And therefore, then, uh, then of course, you'll mm-hmm. start doing the business in mm-hmm. English.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. you'd say, no, no, it translated. That was the extent of
1: it. <laughs> right, right. Oh. There is this mm-hmm. new translation uh, um, program that I've learned recently from pe- uh, people that I've connected with mm-hmm. Singapore. It's called uh, deepl.com Deeple. and hmm. deepl. So mm-hmm. therefore, uh, I'm finding out the Chinese translations on Mm -hmm. those uh, are much better than uh, Google translate for some Mm -hmm. reason. When I tested it out on my coworkers, Mm -hmm. they said, Oh, wow, this -hmm. is actually pretty good.
0: Right. So I love it. Yeah. As you said, uh,
1: you need to make sure Mm -hmm. what you translate Mm -hmm. translates. uh, We didn't just say, you
0: know, your mother wears army boots.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Correct. Correct.
0: Cool. I love it. Well, Oh my gosh, Adam, we are, we're almost done. We could just chat forever um, because this is, is so much fun. But you know, it's it really is you know, and you know we've we've said it several times because of the pandemic, we're online more and more. So you know, it's it's absolutely critical that your LinkedIn profile is as optimized as it as it possibly can be.
1: Uh, correct, but when people think of. Um... Uh, their LinkedIn profile. They really need to have a change in mindset. Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, when people say digital transformation, the term, Mm -hmm. they focus too much on the digital Mm -hmm. and not the transformation. And LinkedIn has transformed Mm -hmm. from that static Mm -hmm. resume-looking thing to a dynamic Mm -hmm. Mm mini-website. So uh, we really need to uh, make sure that we are... uh, we upskill ourselves. Mm-hmm. This is the best time to do it when we're working right. from home.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, and and you can start small. You know, and and but start with you know um your picture. Hello. You know, we've said it several times. You absolutely have to have a great picture. Um, we're, we're not saying spend a thousand dollars with a professional photographer, but it does have to be a, a good picture. And I love how, you know, we we mentioned the fact that in your picture, it's got the hashtag hiring. So I see your picture, I know right away that that you know, I need to, you know, if I'm interested, that's something. You know, you've got to have the great billboard behind you fabulous headline. We didn't even talk about the about section, which is, you know, absolutely critical. And, and I love how yours is written because it's very conversational.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it is really a way for you to expand your mm-hmm. headline. Your mm-hmm. headline is more like in scientific terms or abstract. Right. And then your about section is saying a little bit more of it's what the you were saying.
0: summary. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and, to me, when we read and we get through those four things, then we determine, okay, I want to read more. Mm-hmm. So that's where we look at experience. That's where we look at volunteer. I mean, all of those various things, but I, you know, it's also the fact that if I have seen enough just in those four things, so your headline, your photo, um, and your, your billboard and your about section, if I've seen enough there to know, I want to connect with somebody then I don't need to read further. Um, you know, and, and so that's the key is to put enough there so that people go, oh, Adam is great. I really want to connect with Adam.
1: And, and there's so much there to mm-hmm. uh, uh, to basically uh, see if mm-hmm. you could relate to them mm-hmm. because there's other things like other LinkedIn groups, as you mm-hmm. said, volunteers, right. like you uh, you raise beagles and train beagles and mm-hmm. show beagles. And my, my brother had a beagle uh, for, you know, 13 years so so
0: right there we've got something to talk about Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i love it i love it well oh my gosh adam you know this this has been so much fun and so you know one of the things and and we'll put your linkedin connection in the show notes but how do people connect you and and find you
1: many times it it would be uh through linkedin Mm -hmm. um and uh for scientists who may want to uh, follow me, I'm also on um, Twitter that, because mm-hmm. that's where the scientific community is right now. Mm-hmm. But they, uh, the third um, is actually coming up is clubhouse for nice. some reason mm-hmm. uh, there is a lot of rooms with topics about the life sciences mm-hmm. uh, venture capitalists mm-hmm. for biotechs wow. and just last night I was uh, in a room when we were actually uh, talking about all these uh, vaccines and mm-hmm. where do we go from here and mm-hmm. the technology behind it I-, mm-hmm. I mean when I am in those rooms I feel uh, i I feel like not the feet. sharpest no mm-hmm. no I feel mm-hmm. like I'm in the not I'm not the sharpest room and the uh, uh, tool in the shed,
0: which is fun, <laughs> right? We we love it because we're learning.
1: Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So those are the those are the main ones, mm-hmm. uh, and then of course I have my whimsical one on um, on Instagram, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, LinkedIn is the main um, and Twitter.
0: Right. I love it. I love it. Well, are there any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with?
1: Yeah, I mean. Uh, again, you are wanting to showcase your subject matter expert online because you are—you—you um, you really need to have a uh, online presence mm-hmm. and digital footprint. It is no longer a nice to have; it is absolutely a need to have. Mm-hmm. And it is—and the best time to plant a tree was twenty years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The next best time to plant a tree is now. So just because you feel that you're behind. Let's just do it and, uh, you know, connect with me and I can uh, also um, help you on those things.
0: Perfect. I love it. I love it. Well, I've been having so much fun talking with my LinkedIn buddy, Adam Leaves giraldi And until next time, everyone have a great day.
1: Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network.